What is up? Once again, back today in the studio. Uh, sorry, I'm going to apologize. Uh, first off, I got a little. I'm a little hoarse, right? Uh, spent had a really fun weekend this last weekend, and uh, looks like I came down a little bit uh, under the weather. But uh, none, needless to say, we uh, we wanted to, to to do this podcast for you guys today, mainly because uh, it was another great weekend again in the XFL. I love the XFL. Uh, not a lot to talk about as far as college football goes. A lot of people, you know, right now, we got Combine Week. People are starting to, you know, rumors are starting to swirl about Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, Jordan Love's name's been bounced around. A lot of different people. Uh, a lot of different things are being talked about right now. So we 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 can't really dive into that because that's more again twenty four seven ball talk, uh, slinging the pill. I'm gonna hand it over to them. However, I love the XFL, and so I definitely want to be covering that. And also, I want to be able to uh, be covering. College football. So uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the XFL uh, this last weekend. What we expect to happen this this coming week. Obviously, our power rankings uh, always a popular segment as we as we rank uh, the the each and individual teams, and uh, we're going to get into it. So this last weekend, um, just real quick, I wanted to wanted to tell you guys about this. Uh, you know, this last weekend I had an opportunity uh, to go down to a NASCAR race. Now, if you guys have never been to a NASCAR race. I would find the closest race to you and go to it. Uh, it was so much fun. Uh, so I'm into so many different, you know, sporting venues, uh, different, you know, types of sports and stuff, and uh, different levels of competition, right? Uh, and uh, some of the funnest games that I can remember. I mean, I was able to see the Jazz play the Rockets uh, way back when, when when you know the Jazz were playing like Yao Ming, and we had Darren Williams. You know, more recently, I got to see the Jazz play the Rockets. Uh, I mean, we got kind of uh, destroyed in, in what 2018, I believe, is when we played it. So I was able to see some playoff games. I've been able to go to a Phoenix Suns game. Uh, I was able to. I've been to quite a few Portland Trailblazer games. Uh, been to a lot of college football games. Was able to see the FCS playoffs uh, i make it a point to see it uh you know sports and stuff i've seen a lot of college you know softball uh basketball uh you know i've seen the elite eight the sweet 16 not 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 bragging or anything but like genuinely this nascar race has to be top five if not top three most fun that i've had uh maybe it was because i was down in las vegas and you know my wife was with me we were having a good time she had never been to one either so we didn't really know what to expect but uh it was so much fun so so this last weekend you know i'm, I'm in vegas i'm getting updates sent to my phone about the games uh you know, we, NASCAR was on Sunday, so we we uh, woke up early. We went to the to the race, and uh, we ended up getting home. And I ended up watching the XFL. I had I had, I had recorded uh, the XFL games because I wanted to go back and watch them and really dissect what I saw. And 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 for those of you guys who don't know uh, what happened this last week. There was a lot of telling signs of, of what really is going to happen, what to expect going for, forward uh, with the 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 XSFL. Uh, anyway, uh, so the first game up, we had the the red the Roughnecks. I almost called them the Rednecks. The Roughnecks taking on the Vipers. Uh, that was a super good game. 
I thought that Tampa Bay, uh, for it being their first home game, uh, I expected this from them. I thought the the Roughnecks showed a little bit of weakness. Uh, was uh, their first road game, but you know what? Needless to say, they're able to take care of business, and that's and that's what it is. Good teams will be faced with adversity, kind of like what I said with Ohio State in, in football. If you guys listen, you gotta have that adversity factor because if you don't have that adversity factor, you don't know how to, to how to show up in these tight games. Then in the playoffs, you're going to fold. So it was good to see that Houston, I personally think that Houston is the best uh, team in the league, followed by the Battle Hawks. Obviously, I had to give the defenders some kudos because they had actually beat a couple of teams that we thought were good. Um, but no, I thought those two were the best. So the Roughnecks looking super good there, beating the Vipers. Then uh, the game after, sadly, uh, Dragons fans and my fellow Dragon fans out there, I'm sorry, but we lost to the Renegades by a score of 24 to 12. Kind of a back and forth game. Uh, it was loud. It was crazy in Seattle. I loved it. It was so much fun uh, to watch. I wish that we would have been able to obviously pull out the the dub, but you know what? We 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 didn't. And uh, Dallas showed so showed a little bit more maturity. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, now the, the Battle Hawks have that win against Dallas, so that win's only going to increase in value. Be- but uh, Dallas did not have Landry Jones, so that's going to be a topic of discussion going forward as we're evaluating the Battle Hawks. It's like, okay, they beat Dallas at Dallas, you know, a road win, which are hard to come by in the XFL. Uh, I mean, obviously, this week we had, you know, first two games, road wins, road teams won it, uh, and then uh, Sunday games, the the home team defended their their turf, but. You know, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of road wins in the in the XFL, so uh, that that is definitely going to mature over time. And we're going to see the the Battle Hawks really. I think a lot of people. Uh, I, that's why I have them as number two is because I want to see them. You know, take on Dallas, but but with Landry Jones healthy. Anyway, uh, and then. On Sunday, we had the the Guardians uh, took on the Battle Hawks. Battle Hawks killed them twenty nine to nine. Kind of an ugly game. I didn't feel like New York played super well. Uh, Matt McGloin, I don't know what they're going to do there. Definitely some issues uh, coming out of the New York, uh, you know, camp. I thought that they were going to be a little bit better, especially after that the, the win over the Vipers. But I guess the Vipers, you know, probably are one of the worst teams uh, of the eight or, or the lesser of all the teams, and so that that win you know, definitely doesn't hold as much value now. And then finally, L.A. comes out of nowhere and beats the defenders 39-9. And uh, Cardell Jones, you know, did not have a good game. A lot of people were telling me, you know, he's one of the most, you know, he's up for, for MVP and stuff. And the same thing that happens... that happened to him <clears throat> at Ohio State and why he wasn't able to stay in the NFL is what happened Uh on Sunday, I just don't think. Uh, I think once when people kind of start to scout him, uh, they start to, to to know his playbook. They kind of start to know his his tendencies and stuff. He's not able to adapt, and so in a league like this, so in a league like this, like y- you just can't uh, expect everything to go your way, and you got to be willing to adapt. You know, yeah, you're you are a good college player, but people didn't know what to expect with you, and, and vice versa. Uh, so it was really, I mean, it was disappointing, uh, needless to say, uh, with the defenders, you know, performance, especially against the Wildcats team, which I didn't think were, was really good. Now, here's another uh, fun little fact. I believe uh, that Get the Ball Rolling will be uh, in L.A. on the 5th of April uh, when the Dragons take on the Wildcats. It's the closest XFL team we have. Uh, I think I'm going to make the five-hour journey down south. 
spend a, spend a couple days in LA and see a football game while I'm at it. But we'll uh, we'll see going forward. I'm excited. Uh, at first, I was like, you know, I want to see a game. Uh, I mean, I would love to see, you know see the Houston, uh, you know, and the and the Battle Hawks or see some playoff games. But but honestly, this is going to be a super good game, and I'm excited to watch these teams going forward. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we, that's kind of in the works. Hopefully we do a couple of, you know, we do a Facebook Live or a Twitter Live, Instagram Live, whatever. Do something from that venue to give you guys a little bit of uh, a look into the XFL. So make sure to follow us if you don't. At Get the Ball, at Get Rolling 19 on Twitter. And also you can find us on Instagram at Get the Ball Rolling 19 or on Facebook, uh, Get the Ball Rolling. A nice little page we got there. And uh, anyway, so be sure to watch that as we are going forward. But a lot of telling signs. Number one right now Tampa Bay is the worst team in the league we can kind of cross that out and uh, New York is right above them uh, I gave I thought New York was going to be a lot better and so that win well I thought Tampa was going to be a lot better too so that win over Tampa I was like yo that's that's some hardcore stuff uh you know the Vipers are going to get they're going to nab a win eventually it's just going to be a matter of time of of when they get get the win uh, and we're going to pull up next week's schedule and we're going to talk a little bit about it and, and what to expect obviously we're not We'll give our predictions at the end of the show, but you know the 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 Guardians not looking super good. LA looked great. LA looked like they adjusted. They knew what their flaws were after their loss against Dallas. And honestly, the West is really up for grabs. That second spot, Dallas, LA, and Seattle. Now we haven't seen Seattle and LA play each other, which will happen, I believe, in two weeks. Uh, is when we finally get to see Seattle and LA play each other, but. Uh, so once when we see that game, we'll be able to we'll be able to, to determine it a little bit more. But there's a lot of parity right now in this league. Uh, the Battle Hawks look like uh, you know the personally the best team out of the East, and uh, then you got the defenders probably going to be playing the Battle Hawks. But we need to see these these matchups going forward. And this next week uh, is going to be there's there's two games that I, that we really want to focus on uh, this upcoming week to really break it down. Uh, number one, we have LA against New York, right? The Wildcats at the Guardians. Number one, this is kind of uh, a last-ditch effort for New York. They cannot lose on their home turf. That is, I mean, they, they lost in D.C., uh, and they ended up losing in L.A. So, you know, or no, sorry, that was not the the Guardians. I apologize. No, the the Guardians they need to be able to to, to win and they need to win bigger. They lost to St. Louis, so they lost uh, two two games, and so now they got to play L.A. Now uh, we have L.A. towards the bottom still. Uh, they're probably actually you know the, I mean they're you know middle of the pack. We'll say L.A. is middle of the pack, right? And, and New York's towards the bottom. If New York wants to establish itself again. Uh, then we got to see it, right? Uh, New York did not look good against St. Louis. It did not look good against D.C. and has beat Tampa Bay. So right now you're sitting as the third best. You got to get up. I got to pick up a couple of these West wins, especially the West games you have at home. You cannot lose that. Pick up a couple wins and get that momentum back to see if you can knock out the defenders or you can knock out the Battle Hawks uh, when they come to New York. Uh, ne the, the, the next game up after that is the Dragons against the Battle Hawks. Uh, the Dragons at St. Louis. Uh, I don't expect much out of the Dragons in this game. They played well against D.C. Uh, I think this will be a measuring stick for uh, Seattle and the Battle Hawks. Seattle hasn't scored a lot of points. 
they're you know their offense isn't one of the high flying offenses of the XFL. You know, nineteen points. You know, 20, 12 points. Uh, seventeen points. They haven't scored a lot. Uh, this Battlehawks team has a good defense. It'll be interesting to see what Jim Zorn can 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 draw up. I wouldn't say that I, I'm in love with Brandon Silvers. I think that there potentially could be a better quarterback out there. Uh, but right now he's doing the job. They got to score more. I know they they rely a lot on that rushing game, but they got to score more. Uh, and then the, finally Sunday, and this is the big uh, kind of the big ticket item: the Roughnecks at the Renegades. Number one, the Roughnecks are in Dallas now. This is what we need to do as XFL fans. This is kind of that that rivalry I was talking about. We got to build this rivalry because uh, that's what we need in this this, this league is, is a little bit of animosity, a little bit of uh, of of fight, a little bit of draw towards this towards the sport, right? And uh, this is going to be a big game. Because it will establish who's the best in the West. Number one, even though I think the, the Roughnecks are, even if they lose on the road, I, I still think they will be. But, you know, Cam Phillips is playing great. P.J. Walker is playing great. Uh, we'll see what if Landry Jones can handle the pressure of being at home. We've seen, you know, obviously he was gone for, for week one. So big time game on Sunday. Super excited. And then finally, uh, we wrap up with the defenders at the Vipers. Uh, the Vipers, we'll see if they can, if they can have a win. Against the defenders, which you know, last week the defenders looked so out of sync, uh, especially going from DC to LA, back to DC, down to Tampa. I think a little bit of travel might have a little bit to do with it. Uh, the Vipers might be work, lo- looking at their first win of the season, but that's going to be kind of our our, our car right now. We're going to know. We're going to see these guys. You know, they take on this guy. That we're starting to see the standings stack up, and you know, the fourth place team. I, I feel like the West. The second place is really up for grabs, despite Dallas being uh, emerging a little bit more out of as the number two with beating LA and beating Seattle. Uh, but Seattle still has an opportunity to go down there and beat them. LA still has an opportunity to go down there and beat them. And, and what's going on with Houston? Uh, you know, will will uh, Dallas beat Houston at home? Will they split the series? You know, will 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 they defend their home turf? Those kinds of things. That's what we're excited. That we're most excited about the XFL. All right. So next up, we're going to be having a break, <clears throat> and then uh, we will be bringing it back, uh, talking about you know our power rankings, uh, our predictions for this upcoming week in the XFL. So stay tuned after the break. And we're bringing it back, bringing it back for all of you guys out there. Hope you guys are enjoying this XFL uh, week three recap and week four uh, preview. Now, last week, you know, we had a lot of interesting uh, discussion, right? I said the power rankings will will show itself a little bit later. Uh, once when we, I mean, we did a power ranking, but you know, what what really was it? Uh, what are we gonna? I felt like I was a little inconsistent by letting some people get it. 
higher than others. I definitely uh, had my dragon goggles on. Uh, it's always good to be a fan. Uh, super excited to be a fan of the Seattle Dragons, but you know, uh, maybe had them a little bit overstated, uh, and it looks like I also had the defenders. Uh, I did take a little bit of that, you know, home slate. I was like, you know what? They are undefeated. It is at home, but I, I apologize for that, so let's see if we can get this uh, right this first time. Alright, coming in at number 8, we're still going to keep them there, and that is the XFL uh team tampa bay vipers now you're going to think about it you're going to be like okay well you know they haven't won a game they're the they're the only winless team but they look good this week they they, they look okay not good they look better than what they did the week before what's what what the state of aaron murray is definitely is to be determined uh they have the last game on sunday taking on the defenders and i think that they have an opportunity to win this game now you're going to think i'm crazy you're going to say whoa why would you think that and i'm telling you eventually you get one i mean even the Cleveland Browns, you know, they get one. Even the Detroit Lions, when they were really bad, you get one. You get one game where, you know, you ball out. Cincinnati this last year, the Bengals, you got one. Uh, yeah, you occasionally you have your UTEP and, uh, you know, Rice a few years ago where you don't get one. Where, uh, yeah, you are defeated. But I think with these guys... With these guys being the pros that they are, I definitely think that they're going to get one. And I want to do it this week against the uh, Defenders. If not, I don't know if I see a win for the Vipers until they take on the Guardians and Raymond James. So, all right, here we go. So, coming in at number eight was the Vipers. Coming in at number seven, uh, we have the New York Guardians. And the only reason why they're at seven is that they actually beat uh, Tampa Bay week one. And that seems like so long ago that they were able to get the win. The last few weeks have been ugly. I know I made it three syllables, but it's been super disappointing if you are a New York Guardian fan. Uh, and uh, I wish I knew what was going on. I think they got to fix the quarterback issue. Uh, they just get, I mean, their defense hasn't been up to, to to par lately i really don't know how i would personally fix it because it, it's a tough task uh but i thought there for a while i said you know what this team could come in uh second in the east i i, I thought with the battle hawks i didn't actually have the defenders uh preseason when i was really thinking about it i had the battle hawks taking on the guardians and the guardians have slipped and it's, and it's kind of a sad thing but you know, uh, that's just the nature of the beast. Uh, so we have them coming in at number seven. Hopefully this next week, you know, if they get a win against L.A., uh, number one, we have to figure out if L.A. is as good as what they were this last week. And I think this this game against the Guardians, uh, they're at home. Uh, they have a potential to go two and two, kind of, you know, salvage the season. L.A.'s coming off of a super big high, so it's going to make a win look a little bit better. So uh, we'll see how it goes, uh, rolls going forward. All righty, coming in at number six, uh, sorry, my boys in Seattle, I gotta gotta put you down here, is the Dragons. I think they're better than the Vipers, and I think they're better than the Guardians. I think they'll beat the Guardians when they play them. Uh, but last week, they always seem like they're in the game, but they're never winning the game, if that makes any sense. Yeah, they beat the Vipers, but they were in the game against the Defenders, but you never thought, hey, the Dragons are going to come back and get the win. They were in the game against the Renegades, but you never thought for a little bit. I mean, you might, you might at halftime a little bit, but really, I was like, I mean, I took the Dragons last week. My bad. That's on me. That's, that's my fandom. Uh, but I really think that uh, you got to watch out 
for this team. I think they're going to be the sneak attack. I think they can be L.A. Uh, so they're, you know, fighting third spot. We'll see how they perform in Dallas uh, when they take on Houston, uh, you know. And so I want my drags to get the win, but as of right now, we're not looking like we're going to be doing that. But uh, they're coming in at number six. They take on the Battle Hawks this week. All right, coming in at number five, and uh, they had to fall a little bit, and I would have put them further down just because I'm not sold on this team, it, but they did beat the Dragons. Is the Defenders. Uh, you look at the Defenders, and yes, yes, I have them lower than the Wildcats. The Wildcats... They have, they've kind of been like the, the Dragons, uh, I mean, minus one game, and you're going to say, well, you know, the, they, the, they didn't play super well over the past few weeks, but you know what? They were in the game against Dallas. Uh, they were semi, I mean, kind of in the game against uh, Houston, but they absolutely annihilated the defenders. Uh, so I have the defenders right now. I don't think Cardell Jones is a legit uh offensive threat uh i don't think he he works hard enough to to put in the time uh really when i watch him i i think he has you know a bag of tricks and people figure out that bag of tricks uh the defensive coordinators figured out and then all of a sudden he can't do anything why do you think he didn't make it in the nfl did he do anything after at, at college yes he won the national championship that's true thank you uh skeptic in the back right but he came in, you know, they had uh, they had injuries. The people, you can't prepare for a guy with a sample size of one game or a sample size of five or six snaps. That's why Tua was so successful. You can't prepare for that. Defensive coordinators need time to break down the film. They're better at the film. Uh, I, I don't think Cardell Jones is any really big threat. Uh, we'll see when they take on the Guardians again. Uh, at home, but it's really starting to see that the East is turning out to be the Battle Hawks uh, versus everyone. Uh, they're kind of pulling away out of the East. Uh, so they're coming in at number five. Number four, we got the Wildcats. Yes, we they bounced back. Uh, this four spot's been kind of a rotating, uh, you know, curve. It might be the the curse, right? But it might be the 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 good thing too. Uh, they do take on the. I believe they take on the Guardians this week. Yes, so the first game up at meant like stadium uh they got to travel across the country which is going to be super important uh because that 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 definitely plays into it fatigue uh not sleeping in your own bed not seeing your family if you have it there you know uh seeing your kids and stuff so but i think they can go on the road new york has not played well recently uh, i think la is really similar to to seattle where they can win at any point uh but you never feel like they're going to take over, except this last game, put up 39 points, uh, dropping dimes, uh, Mr. Jackson for the Wildcats. I'm excited. Uh, I am 99% sure that I will be there uh, in person when the Wildcats take on the Dragons on April 5th. So excited to see that. Hopefully uh, we get that worked out uh, with the wife and a couple of my friends going down to L.A. So they come in at number four. Number three. And I'm putting them here, even though they played well with Landry Jones, is the Dallas Renegades. Uh, I think they're good. I don't know. I, I, I really think they're going to end up second in the West, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, Landry Jones is better than Cardell Jones. Uh, he will do just enough to get the win, uh, but not enough to get a championship. Uh, I like uh, the, the Roughnecks a lot better. This week, that is the, the matchup of the week, right? I am so excited to see this matchup, to see uh, what kind of aspects these, these two guys bring into it. Uh, obviously, uh, it's, hopefully we get you know a big-time 
longtime rivalry. Uh, the Roughnecks are out of the Renegades. Can the Renegades have a one at home? So let's see if they can get a win in front of that Dallas crowd on that new uh, baseball field. So let's see if they can do it. Uh, but I don't think they will. Coming in at number two, we have the Battle Hawks. I do think these guys have played better. They've outplayed the Houston Renegades uh, this last week, but the Renegades uh, do have the head-to-head. So, uh, yes, it was at home for the Renegades. Uh, they kind of had a scare this week, but uh, I think that they're you know they're playing extremely well. Uh, they went down to Tampa. That was kind of uh, uh, the first shot that Tampa had in front of its fans. So uh, I had the Battle Hawks at number two. Destroyed the Guardians. Like I said, I think the Battle Hawks are starting to separate themselves from the rest of the Eastern Conference and are going to be uh, getting the getting the the conference championship there. Alrighty, yeah, and so coming in at number one, we definitely have the uh, Roughnecks of Houston. They played the best. They're undefeated. They're balling out. Good for them. Excited to see uh, where their trajectory takes them. All right, guys, I understand that I probably, on the other end, on the receiving end, I don't sound good. I have an extreme head cold. I don't know what it is. Like, my body feels great, uh, but I sound terrible, and my head is super congested, so I apologize. Hopefully, Hopefully I get, uh, hopefully I get back and, uh, I can, you know, get back to normal this next week, you know, take the weekend off and really get the mend on. Anyway, so we're going to find, uh, send it off. I was trying to find my words. Uh, send this, this, this podcast off with our predictions. Uh, so first up we have the, the Wildcats at the Guardians, 12 o'clock at MetLife Stadium. Um, I'm going to be taking the Guardians here. I think that LA had a great game against the Defenders. I think traveling across country, uh, DC, uh, was not used to that. I, there were a lot of factors that went into that, that, that blowout win. I know I've been a skeptic of the Wildcats. I know I have them uh, semi-high on our, you know, power rankings, but I guess they're number four. But I'm going to be taking them right there. I think the Guardians at home will play a little bit better. Let's see if they can figure out what's going on with Matt McGloin. But I'm going to be taking the Guardians in this one. Uh, the next game up, we have the Dragons at the Battle Hawks, uh, three o'clock in St. Louis. I don't think the Dragons have the firepower to uh, to, to keep up with Jordan Tabu. I think it's been a great season for them. Uh, I love watching the Battle Hawks, and uh, they're really one of the fun teams. I really think it's going to be a, a Battle Hawk renegade, barring any injuries, uh, championship game. Uh, I'm excited to see, or not renegade, uh, roughneck, sorry. My bad. Almost a spicy take there. No, uh, I really think that it's going to be fun to watch it. I, I love watching St. Louis. They have, you know, I was looking online. They have incredible ticket sales. Keep on selling out that dome. Good on for you, St. Louis. You've got a professional football team once again. Uh, we're taking the Battle Hawks. All right, the Roughnecks at the Renegades. Uh, I'm going to be taking the, the Roughnecks again. The Renegades, I feel like they, they skate by on everything. Like I said, they're good enough to win the game, but not good enough to win a championship. I think that the the, the Roughnecks, despite kind of living on a prayer this last week, I think they're going to end up getting a win. And uh, we're really going to see, uh, again, Cam Phillips and, and, and P.J. Walker really take off. I love watching the Roughnecks. I love watching the Dragons, and I love watching the Battlehawks. Those are my teams that I just absolutely love watching. Everyone else is good, too. I'm not going to question that, but this is going to be a really fun game, definitely the game of the week. And then finally, we have the Defenders at the Vipers, and I am taking the Vipers over this one. Again, uh, traveling from D.C. to L.A., uh, back to D.C. to Tampa, that's a lot of travel. Uh, you know, I, I bet uh, Pep Williams is just hoping that he can get back, you know, kind of survive this this road stretch. If you get the win, it, I'll definitely have uh, a lot more 
or a lot higher aspirations for the defenders. But right now, I, I think that the, the Vipers are going to get up and, and snake them, right? Got them uh, right right there. It's going to be they're going to be sneaky just like a snake and they're going to get them. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game uh, as we send it off. All right, guys. Again, I apologize. I do not sound good, but I still want to be able to give you guys my predictions. Our, our fans out there, be sure to follow us at Get Rolling 19 on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, at get the ball rolling and uh, be sure to if you want don't be afraid uh send us an email at get the ball rolling 19 send us something in again we are more than welcome to put you guys on our show if you want to call in we have the equipment to do so uh you know we get a lot of uh messages and stuff but if you want to join in let's have a debate i am no stranger to that so uh if you're listening there there it is all right so we're going to send it off here with a little bit of jazz music i hope you guys have a wonderful week and hopefully i am better come next week all right Have a wonderful week. Let's keep the ball rolling.